Good day, and welcome to our second podcast for the Future of Insurance series uh, for our partner ecosystem. And today, I'm uh, really happy to have Carolina from uh, Splice joining us today, one of our uh, long-term partners, actually, uh, that uh, we have had um, um, some work with over the, the number of years. So, Carolina, welcome. Thanks, Denise, for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Good. So, Carolina, why don't you give a little background on yourself and also about Splice and um, how Splice was really one of the, the, the first um, insurtech startups, um, you know, offering some interesting uh, capabilities that really uh, has really kind of um, moved the industry forward from a, a digital engagement standpoint with customers. Sure. So a little bit of background on myself. Um, I have been at Splice for about six years now. Um, I did a bachelor's degree in business administration, um, and I now manage the partner uh, network uh, for Splice, uh, which means that I just work with uh, companies such as Majesco um, and other kind of core systems in the insurance industry to figure out how we can provide um, our valuable solution to insurance companies in a more uh, efficient way. Um, and so what Splice does is we try to create stronger connections between uh, insurance companies and their policyholders. So we try to improve the customer experience by delivering personalized messages via various channels. So that could include uh, calls, texts, emails. Um, we've also started getting into the um, Amazon Alexa and Google Home space, so creating skills for those devices, um, and then also providing kind of customer-driven notification solutions as well. So whether that's uh, conversational SMS, uh, where you can text back and forth with your agent, um, or any kind of web chat, social chat, uh, etc. And so what kind of brought us into uh, the insure tech space is uh, we've been around for about 13 years now as a company, and we started out in retail uh, and financial services. Uh, but we did realize that insurance companies just had an abundance of data that they weren't using to their full capabilities. Um, and so we wanted to help people feel better um, from an informative perspective uh, in terms of, you know, giving giving them information that they need quickly and efficiently, but still in a personalized way. Um, yeah. so that's kind of how we got in the insurance space. That's really cool. I think one of the interesting things, um, Carolina, that um, you really bring to the table, particularly in this whole uh, era of digital customer engagement is you bring a millennial perspective to the table. And I <laughs> um, yeah, and, and I think that's been really fascinating to watch um, how you kind of look at things differently than maybe what traditional insurers have, have done. Um, would you agree? Yeah, I, I, I love the idea of the change that millennials are bringing in terms of communication solutions. Um, I myself, I, I'm on my smartphone all the time. There are times where I do prefer uh, certain channels of communication, um, but I still find that millennials in general have this kind of shiny object effect uh, tied to them where there's a lot of new and exciting applications out there that we think that we need and want. Um, and so 
we we download all these apps on our cell phone, but then we don't end up ever using them. They seem cool to begin with. You download them, they take up space, but you don't use them as much as you think. And I think that that can sometimes get, um, it reflects in the insurance industry as well, where a lot of uh, younger policyholders think that, you know, texting is the best option and, and just being able to communicate with companies through texting options is the best way to go. Uh, but sometimes that personalized human approach is still really important. And that's what we want to help um, companies understand is that different channels are, are meant to be used uh, throughout different stages of the whole customer journey. Yeah. So, you know, we met four years ago. Um, obviously, I've known Tara, you know, your CEO for um, for a longer period of time. Um, uh, really dynamic um, 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 a woman in the industry, which is great. Um, but over that four years, InsureTap has really um, um, changed, um, you know, from where it really started with a lot of just kind of like uh, standalone solutions and a few of the insurance company uh, full stack insurers or a few MGAs. Um, I think I think it's becoming more um, mature and sophisticated um, um, from where we started four years ago. Are you seeing that as as one of those um, original insure tech startups yourself? Yeah, and I find that um, over the last four years since we started having you know conversations. Um, all the kind of conferences that we've been attending, they're all starting to shift towards this ecosystem of technology vendors and insure techs and how we can all, you know, work together to create these really exciting full service solutions. Um, and I think insurance companies are just starting to really believe that this is the way that the future is going. Um, so four years ago, the idea of these insure techs um, kind of came forward, but insurers were still a little bit more risk averse and reluctant to to move forward with any kind of um, ideas that might be outside the norm. And I think that within the last four years, that has changed significantly in terms of of um, their their ability to be more open to ideas that insure techs can bring forward, especially yeah, with, I think. Um, the focus on APIs and everything like that. Yeah, I was just going to mention that. I think I think when you I look at the last four years um, and where we even started as partners, um, you know, yeah. in our relationship, um, we started at um, really more of a point-to-point -point integration perspective, you know, into billing and into claims, et cetera. And we, um, Majesco, quickly realized that that was going to be, um, that really wasn't going to be able to get us to this um, perspective of having personalized customer journeys and being able to dynamically, you know, bring in different capabilities from a partner ecosystem that could actually help with those personalized uh, journeys. And one of the reasons we built Digital First. Uh, the eco exchange um, uh, leveraging uh, the concepts of the APIs and the concepts of uh, being able to have that dynamic uh, perspective and creating, you know, something similar to what Apple did at creating an app store. So, um, yeah. um, why don't you talk about, um, you know, your perspective when we kind of started out the traditional way in that point-to-point -point integration, and now in this very dynamic way using APIs. 
how that really um, um, opens up the possibilities uh, for you as our partner to be able to um, work with others um, and integrate, but also more importantly, what that does for the industry um, uh, participants, you know, the insurers out there. Yeah, so um, like you mentioned, we initially had that point-to-point integration, uh, and the only issue with that was insurance companies had to be using that specific version um, of the platform, um, or you know, everyone had wanted wanted something a little bit different. So there was a little bit more work to be done from both um, your perspective and our perspective. But this idea of the eco exchange and all the APIs has really allowed uh, insurance companies to have a broader solution access. So any Majesco clients can easily access any of the use cases that we put on the eco exchange easily and quickly. Um, the benefit of that is that a lot of those use cases are, are preset and predefined. Um, so they're, they're very easy to implement um, and they allow the ability to set up low risk pilots, um, which is I think what insurance companies at this time are looking to do um, because little effort is required and you know they can, they can cut that service off uh, really quickly if they do need to. Um, but it still allows to have those customizable opportunities, um, obviously with the aid of the Majesco team, um, if the integration is a little bit more complicated, but, but having that preset uh, set of use cases, I think is really valuable to insurance companies in terms of shortening their implementation time. All the use cases have been you know, tested previously. Um, the data is already flowing. Um, through Majesco and through Splice. Um, so the IT time from the insurer's perspective is very minimal and setup is, is a lot cheaper. Um, and yeah, the data transfer I think is a lot, is the most important piece because insurance companies do sometimes have a lot of data coming from um, different areas and just having that, that one kind of eco exchange that they're able to plug into really helps them. Um, yeah implement any any kind of new innovative ideas that they want to try out yeah you and I were talking earlier this week when we had a um, a touch base how um, even in um, at, at our convergence conference this year which um, we were so happy to have you guys uh, participate again it's what a difference from the last convergence when we introduced the concept of the eco exchange yes. to this year um, what a difference it was that people were um, you know insurers and uh, and others were finally getting the concept of what it was that we were doing and there was a lot more buzz there was a lot more interest and excitement about the possibilities around it it was in just a, a year and a half period of time what a difference that was yeah yeah, exactly. And I, I remember uh, the the panel session uh, that we had on digital first. The engagement just in the session was a lot a lot higher um, because insurance companies were asking all these questions of how the eco exchange is going to work, how the vendors are going to interact with each other. So I think that they're really excited about this idea of having this one marketplace where they can go in um, and kind of create their own policyholder journey using a variety of different vendors but they don't have to yeah. go too far uh, to get them yeah so you know one of the interesting things about um, your solution is that you can really um, service and support both the PNC side of the the industry the segment but also the mm -hmm. LNA and the, the group or benefit side of the the segment as well um, and um, I think what would be really 
interesting is, could you kind of give a couple of kind of use case examples of how um, your solution has been used in both um, and really added some um, interesting uh, kind of value from a customer engagement standpoint uh, that really raised the bar up, I think, for those insurers that are, are doing some of this? Yeah, so a lot of our use cases are are based on the fact that sometimes insurance companies can can lack some staffing resources or they don't have the time um, or budget to, to really create personalized but also proactive communications. Um, we're trying to achieve um, the idea that policyholders aren't consistently calling into a call center or calling into an agent with questions that, you know, could be easily answered with just um, just one quick notification uh, touch point. Uh, so a lot of our use cases um, can range from uh, anything on the policy side uh, to claims. Uh, one of the big ones on the claim side is just a, a first notice of loss notification. So as soon as a policyholder submits a claim, whether it's it's online or, or, or maybe over the phone with an agent, um, we would automatically trigger a notification call just just letting them know that their claim has been received. Um, and that would include, you know, their first name, it could include their policy type, um, it could even include their claim number if that is generated uh, once that claim has been submitted as well. And just letting them know about next steps of what they can expect in that process. Um, uh, claim closure notifications are, are great as well, just because uh, a lot of the time, uh, insurance companies still use direct mail to send you your your package once your claim has been submitted with all your information. And although that is still a necessary piece of that that journey, um, just sending out a notification as soon as that claim has been closed will keep your policyholder informed, so they're not wondering, you know, has their claim actually been closed? How direct mail takes a little bit longer, um, obviously, than sending out one quick notification call. So. So that one we've seen a lot of success with as well. Um, on the PNC side and the LOA side, um, billing notifications um, are, are really great opportunity to reach out to your policyholder. Um, a lot of the time, policyholders can sometimes, you know, forget to pay their bill or their their account information has been updated and they forget to update it on their account. Um, and sometimes it's a little bit of a uh, more embarrassing touch point that they don't necessarily want to speak to a live person. Um, so sending out one of our billing reminders um, is a great way to still maintain that personalized experience, but um, just let that policyholder know that you know their 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 bill was due and they've missed their payment, and and give them a variety of different options to be able to make that uh, payment in the future. What I love um, is the, the ability to go through all of these different channels that you've got. Yes, yeah. So um, there's so many, there's a few different channels. So obviously, like I mentioned before, the, the phone calls, the, the text, there's emails as well. Um, and we've gone into the, the conversational SMS space and web chat um, as well. And the best part of what we can do is we can actually help insurance companies store that preference data for their policyholders. Um, so, uh, a lot of companies still don't know this, but for, for texting, uh, customers, you need to have full express consent. So that customer needs to have told you that they allow you to send text messages to their phone. Um, and a lot of the time we're getting text messages from companies on our phone that we didn't 
provide express consent for. So one thing we're really trying to help with is um, keep companies safe by helping them collect this preference data um, and make sure they're legally compliant with any of the rules and regulations that are in place around automated notifications because that's really important. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, it's it's been quite a journey over the last four years. Um, and as you continue to evolve, um, what do you see as um, um, kind of evolving next up to, into the future of insurance from a customer engagement perspective? I think, uh, I, I think like we kind of talked about before, this idea of, of, of eco-exchanges is going to be uh, where we're going in the future. And from a customer experience engagement perspective, I think, um, the more real time you can provide communications, the better. So customers, policyholders, they're all expecting to be notified um, in real time about, you know, whatever it is they're purchasing. And that time frame is just going to get smaller and smaller because smartphones are just going to keep getting better and there's going to be um, new tablets available, new apps. So just staying up to date on all the various channels that are available um, and then figuring out what channels are best uh, for which um, for which stage of the of the journey is going to be really important. Cool. So Carolina, if you could pick one word to describe the future of insurance, what would it be? Um, I think I would pick the word connected. Very cool. I, I love yeah. that word. I love that <laughs> word. Well, um, thanks so much for your time today, Carolina. Um, I, I got to tell you, it's been um, it's been absolutely wonderful working with uh, the uh, Splice team. It has been a journey, I think, for both of us, understanding uh, the capabilities, but understanding a better way of really being able to connect those capabilities uh, to the business of insurance in ways that are going to make it much more dynamic and much more engaging for the customer and much more cost effective uh, for the insurer to be able yeah. to do some of these really cool and interesting things. And so we really yeah. appreciate, um, you know, the collaboration that we've really uh, created amongst us to really kind of um, hone out this whole concept of an eco exchange and apps um, that I think is really um, you know, a first in the industry, um, nobody else is doing it, and it's really setting uh, it's setting the stage for something really cool to happen over the next few years. Yeah, I agree, and, and we very much value our relationship uh, with you guys. I think um, we've grown as a vendor um, over the last four years because we've learned so much uh, about the insurance industry for from you, um, and yeah, I think the idea of this eco-exchange is, is just really exciting, and I'm really excited to see uh, where it goes in the next year before the next convergence so oh we are too we are too <laughs> so thanks so much uh, for your time today carolina thank you denise